Yeah, you the big. And she love me when I'm in it. And she never be pretending. Nothing is friend. She gon' tell you what she bought it. Cause she know you can't afford it. Know you can get it. Looking exquisite. No competition. Stay on the pivot. Hope be watching. They be Hello, good evening. Welcome to the eSpot with Camille. I am your host, Camille Cower, and I cannot wait for you to meet my guest today. I'm just going to go ahead and bring them in so we can just go ahead and get started and talk business as soon as possible. Uh, introducing my guest today is Kalichi Iki. He is the creator behind uh, the all these wonderful film festival, one that starts tomorrow that I can't wait for you to talk about, the African Film Festival that starts tomorrow. So I know you are super busy. So thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with me today. I'm very excited to speak with you. Thanks again for coming in. Thank you for having me, Camille. Oh, it's my pleasure. So let's start from the beginning. How did you get involved in the film industry? Well, um, the need really is glaring uh not to divert from what we are saying but it sent a killing you know just social issues that uh, really dragged me instead of uh, spending so much time on social media and complaining and and uh, you know talking about about it without action I decided to double into filmmaking uh, to address some of these issues. Uh, so if you if you look at a lot of the films that uh, I've personally made or been involved with, they're actually addressing one issue or the other. You know, so that's really what got me into the uh, spirit of filmmaking. Oh, that's amazing. What was it? Do you, do you remember what was it that actually pushed you? Was it fi your final draw where you're like, this is what I got to do. I got to make sure our stories are told, our voices are told in a way where people will make a change, will make that difference. Because I think it's so important with everything that is going on that maybe other people take that initiative too. So hearing what made you do it might encourage them to do it as well. Yeah, well, coming from Nigeria, um, and Africa as a whole, you know, it's um, it's really a place where a lot of people refuse to speak up, you know, mm -hmm. uh, given the situation of things there. Uh, and really, uh, you don't you don't quite blame the people because of the reality of things. If you say certain things a certain way to certain people or about certain people, you know, you might get attacked for it. Uh, mm -hmm. So a lot of people really are content with looking on the other side uh, without addressing real issues. Uh, but, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, journalists, a lot of filmmakers uh, have uh, summoned up the courage to address a lot of the things going on down there. Um, and that's where we have to tell our own stories, uh, the importance of it. Uh, normally we have to wait for Americans or uh, the British or French people to come into their country uh, to tell stories. But now you see uh, myself and my colleagues and a lot of filmmakers throughout the continent of Africa uh, now bold enough and telling this story and thanks to social media where you don't even have to be a professional to now project an issue happening and 
uh, the world is seeing it real time. So uh, before uh, the instant um, uh, uh, social media videos uh, really got into the passion of addressing some of these issues. Mm -hmm. Now, from my experience, just from being an American, you see a lot of films from that are based in Africa, but it's always from, like you mentioned before, from another country's perspective. And I'm curious, what are some of the things that you would like to see that they that, that they would show a different side um, to Africa or Nigeria, your country, and specific to be specific? Because I think it's like when I'm just thinking back, it's a lot of the. Uh, um, the they're saving Africans from themselves or a story of where if they wouldn't be anywhere if it wasn't for Americans or English coming to save the day type stories. And it's, I mean, it's exhausting to watch. And I'm sure from your perspective, it's exhausting as well that they come to your country and share these stories that don't really tell the Nigerian experience in a way that maybe people in America would actually see a slice of life of what it's like growing up in Nigeria or what, um, like just, I guess the love stories or the dramas, like in a different way. And maybe it's just my own ignorance of not being privy to the information that's out there and not knowing how to find Nigerian films that do show those kinds of stories. But what's your thoughts about it? Well, um, you, you, uh, it's a great question. You know, the need for us to tell these stories unbiased uh, mm -hmm. stories is very important. Uh, like you rightfully pointed out, um, a lot of foreign uh, media show what they want to show, de depending on uh, the mood and whatever they are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. uh, if if uh, sometimes it's, it's more politically driven, and uh, you see a lot of the stories they cover is more of this uh, pity and need uh, to become the savior of any part of Africa. Uh, you look at the COVID-19, for example, where mm -hmm. the uh, casualty is lowest throughout Africa. Uh, you, you don't see uh, much of such news uh, on the positive side of things being, being broadcast. Uh, uh, go to Madag Madagascar, for example, where they had to at one point abort what uh, the World Health Organization was saying because they found a solution uh, to combat the COVID-19 uh, case. Uh, there, there's not much credit uh, from the outside world looking into Africa. I think once it's about, uh, oh, we are here, we are about to save uh, these people from uh, dying or killing each other, then it becomes, you know, world news and headlines. Yeah, but as yeah. far as uh, Africans doing it, uh, doing something positive, uh, you don't see much of that. Uh, and, and maybe it's also due to the historical um, uh, fact that we've had a, quite a lot of issues down there. Uh, cannot, I'm not oblivious to, the, to that fact. Uh, so, and of course, people tend to uh, draw to bad news than something positive. Mm -hmm. uh, so knowing that as a storyteller, um, 
African filmmakers, I, I encourage them every day they need uh, for us to rise and, and, and tell our stories beyond the uh, safaris, uh, beautiful safaris for that matter, uh, the Serengetis, uh, the war, the civil war, the, 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 the diseases. Uh, we have great stories coming from Africa every day and uh, we want to be able to share that. Granted, we do have our, our problems. We don't want to sweep them under the carpet, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, we, we want uh, also a balance of uh, stories uh, saying, uh, you know, uh, yeah, in the, in the midst of poverty, in the midst of uh, some bad things going on, a lot of good things are, you know, here too. You know? So uh, that's really how we want to approach going forward uh, with our filmmaking abilities. I like that you use the word balance. That's very important that it's a balance with as much negative that they should also make sure they showcase the positives that yes. as well. Um, so how did going from a software engineer and go into root flicks and um, all these different festivals like how did you get started with what started first and how did you get started with that because that's that's i mean i hadn't i hadn't heard of any of these until you were brought to my attention and then it was just like what this exists and so i feel like i'm not the only one who's yeah. unaware i want to make sure that others know about all that you're doing because it's it's huge. It's amazing. I'm I'm so excited that you're doing it, and just want to make sure that the information is out there, and you can share how it got started. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, it's all I do is really work, work, work. I, I I'm I'm now getting a team of people that are broadcasting and sharing my work because one thing is to do the work, another thing is to have the whole world see what I'm doing. And uh, it, it's kind of tough to uh, do both, be on the creative side and, and still be able to market yourself. Uh, so uh, my, my team is, is doing a good job uh, doing that. And that's, that's how uh, I was referred to you or you are referred to you know, how we connected. Uh, so the guys are doing a great job. But how it all started uh, kind of went through the whole uh, need to address issues. Uh, then uh, from there, I started uh, uh, addressing the issues and, uh, through film. You know, I sat back uh, and started writing. The one that really got to me, my first uh, feature film is called Lost in Abroad. And uh, that's coming to this country as a teenager. Uh, after high school, I came here many years ago so <laughs> and uh, to get some education and go back home uh, was the plan and here I am uh, many years later I'm still here and now with family kids and, and that applies to many African immigrants and uh, a lot of times it's due to the economic hardship back home uh, so we find ourselves here in, in America, uh, work hard, uh, get the education that is available here. The opportunity here is, is amazing. I mean, look at what I'm, everything that you pointed out that I'm doing, I'm not sure if I, I was gonna be able to do this 
if I was in Nigeria, unless I had this uh, quote unquote connection or grandfather clause, which I don't have here. Uh, so um, it's pure, uh, America gives us the uh, opportunity to use our talent and um, you know push it in uh, any possible way and it's a matter of time and you'll be discovered. And there are, there are young people that are doing the same back home, it's just a lot harder. And that's why we are here to also make the discovery ourselves and push those young people in Africa that normally won't get the opportunity uh, now that I'm here and other colleagues here, we, we try to showcase what they are doing and I'm doing it through film. So um, I had a very, because of my storyline, I had fairly good success in um, the films that I've made so far. I will travel from one city to another. Whenever I release a film, I go up to 10 different cities uh, to premiere these films. Uh, I did that for about five years and it became a lot uh, uh, tiring and uh, resource intensive, expensive, uh, you name it. So, but with time, I, I noticed the need to also uh, help other filmmakers uh, in, in what I'm doing. I give you, for example, for uh, in, in one of the movie premieres, uh, mm -hmm. a, a college professor happened to be uh, in attendance and saw my film and fell in love with the story. And today, uh, my films are in Ivy League, uh, schools uh, being used for as reference to African studies and uh, immigration studies. Mm -hmm. So you go to Harvard Library, Yale, Stanford, University of Wisconsin, uh, AI, Texas a and you name it. Uh, so they, mm -hmm. they see the storyline and they uh, drawn to it to use it as a, a reference materials for their teachings. So. Oh, and I know a lot of my colleagues also are telling uh, good stories and uh, similar stories. And uh, I wanted to open uh, that uh, opportunity uh, as well. So I started the African Film Festival. That's five years ago. So because I thought to myself, instead of traveling from one city to another, mm -hmm. I live in Dallas, make Dallas the, the base and uh, showcase uh, my film and my colleagues' films and have everybody come to Dallas instead and we have a film festival. And it, it worked out. It, even though I got so busy in, you know, promoting and, and, and working and trying to get the festival to stand on its feet that I haven't been able to showcase my own film in five years. So I've been busy promoting other people's film, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. but, but that's okay. You know, once it's, it, 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 it stands on its own, like it's standing now, I'll be able to resume uh, production and also uh, bring uh, these films uh, to the African Film Festival. So while at the African Film Festival, 
uh, every year, uh, uh, normally we do this trailer of the day. I, I like to say we are the only film festival that showcase uh, a spotlight, a, a, a giving a day spotlight to uh, selected films. 60 days prior leading to the festival, we have a daily trailer of the day uh, program that we used to highlight uh, uh, each selected film and, and, you know, as a way to get people to see what is coming to the festival. So, and it, and it, work, it has worked. Uh, a, a lot of people get tuned into these trailers and they anticipate the, uh, the, the festival to watch these films. Mm -hmm. And uh, three years in a row, I, I get the feedback that, you know, people that are not able to uh, come to Dallas, but I've seen these beautiful trailers worldwide. You know, things now on Facebook, you can see them anywhere. Uh, on social media as a whole, you can see them even in our uh, website, uh, on the African Film Festival website. So we, we promote these uh, trailers. So people are drawn into uh, the stories that are coming to our festival every year. So after the festival, they kept asking me, so why, where can we see these films? And a lot of the festival films, after the festival, be it TAF, and some of them get selected into other film festivals as well. Uh, after that, really, there's nowhere, there's no platform for you to see these beautiful, unique films and their quality. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's where my software engineering uh, skills now come in. I started, you know, I own, put it onto myself to create a platform to uh, showcase these films uh, with the consent of the producers if at the end of the festival they want the uh, film to be there. Uh, you know, say, so, well, at least uh, I will have answered the question of where can I see these films. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what I did. I started doing it, you know, uh, part-time, just playfully. And the more I programmed this site, the more features, the more cumbersome it, it, it became. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, within a year, uh, which was last year, I was able to launch the site. And we used it to uh, project 12 films last year. Just to mm -hmm. test out the waters, it, it worked. It worked great because those twelve films, uh, people were able to see them globally, uh, yes. even though they were not here in Dallas uh, to watch uh, to uh, to participate in the film festival. I'm just going to show them. I'm going to take myself out for a minute. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. I see. Um, so. Yeah, and what what we missed this year really is the the glamour of the the African community here and the Dallas Fort Worth area are very excited about this festival. They're very supportive of it, and you know they rally around me and and, and my team uh, to make sure we uh, celebrate these stories. And, and um, it's amazing how everything now came together and uh, the festival is, is here. So uh, 
when I started creating uh, Rootflakes, uh, mm -hmm. like I said, launched it last year, mm -hmm. um, we showcased some of the films, not knowing that this year Rootflakes will not be a platform to uh, power the entire festival because of the COVID-19. So uh, be it luck or whatever we want to call it, um, it became positioning. Uh, and once the COVID-19 hit, I really spent a lot of the, uh, a lot of my evenings and weekends dedicated it into renovating the, the website and uh, making sure that it will be able to carry all these films that will be showing. About 45 films will be showing on there uh, from tomorrow to uh, the 6th, uh, the 6th being the highlight of the festival with the awards uh, ceremony. So everything is, is there and will be uh, you know, online. It's a virtual festival this year. So I hope uh, I've given you uh, a good overview. Uh, I can go on and on and on, but uh, so that <laughs> I'm sure you have other questions for me. Oh, no, it's great. I was just wanted to, while you were talking, I wanted to make sure everyone could see what you were talking about as yeah. well. Because I think it's so amazing, everything that you've done, especially it's very rare that an actor or filmmaker will t will step back and open the door for others to come in and showcase their work, like take their own stuff off the shelves and just wait until they can build this up to help the plat to create a platform that will help so many and encourage so many because I say this almost every episode that you can't see what you don't or you can't be what you can't see. And so you're giving these people in Texas and Nigeria and all over really that opportunity to not only share their stories, but to see themselves in stories. And I, I'm just amazed by all of it and want to make sure that we get all the information we can about these festivals out there so that more people can watch them and really make sure that they stay successful so that people will support and encourage and keep you encouraged as well that yeah, yeah. you keep doing that doing Thank this because it's so easy for, for artists and um, content creators filmmakers and so on to get discouraged and feel like maybe people yes. aren't um, aren't supporting their work whether it's financially or just making the point of sharing the information and yeah. so since you've been so generous with your um, product because you're offering it for any for everyone to watch right it's free to watch the festival yes the festival right. is free yeah yeah i mean free.com that's <laughs> people are running out of things to watch on netflix anyway so come on over to rootflix you get to see some new films some new filmmakers or maybe just new to us in that sense and yeah. i'm just really excited about all that you have to offer and that everything you're doing and i can only imagine how amazing the award ceremony was last year, or how it would have been this year based on the pictures I saw from last year and the videos from that. Yeah. These people were throwing down like all the elegance, all, um, what is it, Nollywood in its very best, yes. <laughs> to say the very least. It was, it was. It's a very culturally rich event. <sighs> Every educative, everybody's outfit makes a statement, it has meaning. Um, and you can approach whomever is wearing it to tell you where the outfits, where the uh, clothing is from. Uh, they'll tell you Nigeria or Kenya or South Africa or Egypt or Gambia. You you be you be amazed 
and each outfit tells a story. <laughs> so uh, even I learn every day when I get to uh, the African Film Festival. So hopefully, uh, since we didn't have it physically this year, next year we'll uh, have a better uh, turnouts and all of you can fly into Dallas and join us. Uh, yeah, it'd be amazing. Well, now I want to bring up the fact that you do have a separate festival, the Women's Festival as well. What, why was that important to you to make sure that there was two different festivals that are film festivals, but one that centered women? Why was that important for you to do? Oh, man. Uh, our first African Women Arts and Film Festival. Um, it just... The, the great job that our women are doing in film is amazing. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, um, our culture, I, I think even the global culture has it where women are put under the back burner. Mm -hmm. And uh, more so uh, our female filmmakers. So it really is a festival that is very dear to me where uh, I thought the need uh, to set, uh, set up a festival that uh, will celebrate strictly the women's work. Now, some of the films uh, cross path at TAF and uh, over there at the uh, Our Fest, but you know, so be it. Uh, I, really, I, I want us to encourage our women in in doing this. Uh, you, you don't hear much about them, but then when you look down into the success of our films, and you mm -hmm. see how the women have actually been on the forefront. Um, mm -hmm. you, you look at, um, um, you, you look at a film like The Lion Heart by Genevieve Naji uh, became almost Nigeria's uh, first uh, attempt uh, at the Oscars. So we, we are really uh, blessed with the quality and, and, and uh, uh, courage that a lot of these women have uh, shown to make films. And the least I can do really is to encourage them. Mm -hmm. uh, now the, the director of uh, our first, uh, Yvonne Sherry uh, Mona Lisa is actually uh, an ambassador uh, of the African Film Festival. And she's a very dedicated, very passionate uh, uh, filmmaker, A-list actress uh, in, in Africa. And uh, uh, seeing how well involved she, she, she is with the African Film Festival, uh, when I, I have the I have the ambassadors, and we have our forum, and the ambassador forum, when I tossed it up and say, hey, uh, who will be willing to, to host the first edition in, in Africa? And she stepped up, and the rest is history. And uh, it was amazing reception from the Tanzanian uh, government, uh, the Tanzanian Film Commission, uh, the um, arts, uh, commission. It, it, it was just amazing. It, it seemed like it, it became like it was the place it was meant to to be in Tanzania. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, disappointed that we missed it this like three months ago. 
the second edition and, and then the support from uh, the, the country, uh, the Dar es Salaam, everybody, you know, embraced our fest. And it's, it's, a, it's a festival they are very proud of. And we are looking forward to making up the, the past uh, uh, event that we postponed due to the COVID-19 uh, either uh, later this year. Well, I, it's coming up on 30 minutes already. The time goes so fast. So I want to make sure, is there anything else that you would like to share or uh, make sure everyone's aware of? Because we definitely want to make sure they know about the festival. It starts tomorrow. Although opening night is today, or yeah. Oh well, because of the time uh, difference, uh, mm. we had to open about two two hours ago, uh, so not to keep the filmmakers back in Africa awake because it's at two o'clock. It was ten p.m. over there, oh, uh, so okay. uh, we had to open and uh, had about an hour opening session and. Um, it went well, and now tomorrow we get back onto our program. So from tomorrow, all the films will be available on rootflix.com. Just register, and you'll be able to access the uh, the festival films and download our app from the Google uh, Play Store, and you will also be able to uh, watch all the festival films all week uh, through our uh, app as well. Awesome. Well, it definitely pays to be a software engineer <laughs> that can figure this all out because I'm sure they're with so many other festivals are tr still trying to figure out how to stream their events. Yeah. So you get you were ahead of the times on that one. So again, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you being here and teaching us all so much more about your film festivals and your app and Rootflix especially. So beyond this week, the, um, if with Rootflix, it's always continually, that's a, a permanent thing yeah. that they always get films from Nigeria yeah. or um, from Africa in general. From uh, independent filmmakers from, uh, uh, Rootflix really be becomes a, uh, a, like the distribution channel for Filmmakers, you the world will probably not see their films at all. Okay. And these are some quality films. You know, when you go to the uh, remote side of uh, Nairobi, Kenya, or Tanzania, Zanzibar, mm -hmm. so, some of these filmmakers, uh, you know, don't have uh, a place to put their film for, for the world to, to see. Um, I mean, they are. There are platforms uh, here and there they can uh, showcase their film where where they are from. But now through Rootflix, uh, you know, it's uh, another uh, platform for them to showcase their films globally. So we're really excited about uh, the, the ability to have uh, a platform like this. I don't. I can't even imagine. What we could have done with the African Film Festival, if if not for uh, Rootflix, we couldn't do it on any other medium. It, it, it really, no way. No, um, so uh, we couldn't stream people's films on social media. So it really uh, worked out where uh, the filmmakers' films are secured, 
nobody can really download them. Uh, so they have, there's no worries about um, uh, people, yeah, people selling their films or anything. That's, it's, it's really secure platform. So we're, we're quite excited and uh, happy to have the ability to, to sh showcase our stories and our films with the rest of the world despite the reality of uh, things right now with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Very true. Now, um, where can everyone reach you? Like where's your social media handles that people can reach out to you or? Um... Yeah, my social media handle is at Kelechi Eke Film. Uh, so my Instagram is at Kelechi Eke Film. Uh, Facebook is at Kelechi Eke Film. And then my website is kelechieke.com. Uh, so I can be reached. Um, I'm very visible. Just okay. Google kelechieke. Okay, great. Well, thank you again for being my guest. I'm going to make sure I let you go because I know you have a full week of busy <laughs> films ahead of yeah. you. And I appreciate you taking the time with me today and being part of the eSpot with Camille. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Oh, it was my pleasure and best of luck and see you in the movies. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Okay, Bye. Bye. Uh, how much fun was that? I'm so excited to get ready to go watch some new films that I haven't seen before by, by filmmakers I haven't heard of. And I hope you would take the chance to actually unplug. I know the news has been heavy. I know what's going on in the world right now is heavy, but you got to take care of yourselves by any means necessary as well. Make sure that you're putting the oxygen mask on yourself before putting it on someone else, as they say, and um, when you're on airport, I mean, airplanes and so on. And it, it's serious, you know, take care of yourselves, take some time off, enjoy your family, enjoy the people around you. You know, it's, it's just the beginning, I feel like, with everything that's going on. It's just getting started. So pace yourself. Enjoy some good movies, some entertainment. Watch some root flicks, some festival, and, you know, support other other filmmakers out there. And um, Kalichi Eki, he's doing so much. I want to make sure that I post everything that he mentioned. So you guys have it. His website, as well as his Instagram as well and the rest of the week is going to be even more filmmakers and actors we're just going to keep sharing their stories um and how they got into the entertainment industry and hope to encourage others as well to get into the film industry so that's what we're doing that's what i'm doing this week um i just found his instagram so i'm gonna go ahead and post that so you guys have that and i look forward to for everyone to keep watching i I know tomorrow is supposed to be Blackout Tuesday, and I'm still going to be here because, you know, I made the commitment, and my guest has made the commitment. He's still coming with me tomorrow. So tomorrow I'll have Princeton um, James at two at 6 o'clock. He's going to be my guest. He's an actor. He was in the movie Uncorked, which is on Netflix. And at 2 o'clock, I'm going to have a special um, mental health moment with Dr. Tiffany Zachary, who's going to just take some time just to hear us and share different things and advice that she has to help us through everything that's been going on in the news, as well as with COVID-19. Because I'm sure a lot of us are feeling the pressure regardless of race or um, 
where you live, you're feeling a lot of pressure right now. And she's going to help us with, hopefully help us with compartmentalizing and just keeping our anxiety in check and different paranoia and different things that may be bothering you, how to get help, where to get help, because there's help available. Free help is available as well. And a lot of doctors are offering telemedicine as well. So you don't have to worry about going in somewhere. You can still practice social distancing and so on. So she's my two o'clock, Dr. Tiffany Zachary at six o'clock will be Princeton James. And then Wednesday by popular demand, I'm bringing back my father, award-winning producer, assistant director, unit production manager, Dwight Williams. He's going to be on and we're going to talk about the film he made in 1997 called Rosewood, which was, um, a historical piece. It was about a true story that happened in Rosewood, Florida. If you haven't seen the movie, please watch before Wednesday if you can, so we can have a discussion about that movie, plus a lot of other movies that he's done that I think are so important for us to talk about in times like these, because this has happened before. History kind of repeats itself, and sometimes entertainment shines that light on things that we want to forget, but this is a reminder that we've been through things like this before and America became better afterwards. So hopefully on this same cycle of we've been through worse, we'll get better together. Um, so Dwight will be here Wednesday, which I'm very excited about. Thursday, I'll have my good friends, Gary and Larry Lane. They're twins actors that you've seen them on Wipeout. You've seen them in um, Fear Factor, but they also did a documentary from Hollywood to Dollywood about their journey from Hollywood to Dollywood. <laughs> so um, they're going to be here, but they're working on a new film about equality and women's rights called Still Working 9 to 5 about the film work, um, 9 to 5 with Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and blanking on someone else's name, but they're going to be here Thursday talking about that. And then Friday, I have my good friend, Chris Everett, who's a filmmaker, producer, director, and he's the man behind such documentaries as Grandmaster Flash. But more importantly, I think it's so weird that I scheduled him over a month ago for this date. And he's going to be talking about his sequel to Wilmington on Fire, which is about the Wilmington fires that happened in 1898. And if by chance, again, it's available on Amazon. If you can, please watch before Friday so you can add, you can we can have a conversation about it. We can ask questions. It's another true story that happened here in America, another dirty part of history that people tend to erase. You don't see it in many history books, but we're going to talk about it. And I can't wait to talk to him about it. So again, this week, it's all entertainment. Um, we're going to make sure, I'm going to make sure that I'm staying in the entertainment world. So <laughs> I had a couple of friends that brought to my attention, wait, 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 what about, what about, no, I'm not scheduling anyone if they're not entertainment based or um, can't share the story of why a movie was made or more about um, the process of filmmaking and so on. Because it's really important that people who are in the entertainment business, because right now we're one of the few businesses that still aren't open, that still aren't back to work, that they're not losing their um, 
their hope and their encouragement. And I want to make sure that I'm giving them a platform to talk about the films they've made, how they were made, um, in hopes of encouraging other people to still remember that your dreams are possible and to go out and fight for them and pursue them and your passions. And thank you so much for watching. Please share, like, subscribe, tell your friend, tell a family member, tell another. Um, the eSpot, don't let it be the best kept secret. And thank you again for watching. And I'll see you guys again tomorrow at two o'clock with Dr. Tiffany Zachary.